Glass and Brew podcast, guys. This is episode 123. And am I, am I getting higher pitch as I go? Yeah. I'm just that excited for episode 123, guys. That's that's what the that's what it is. It's like when a student talks to you about how they definitely didn't cheat on their assignment. They get higher and higher and higher pitched. Like, did you cheat on this one, Billy? Like, no, not at all. Like, did you write your name on it? No, I copied the names. I mean, I, uh, you know, and then you go from there. So for this week's episode, we've got Travis on. Travis, Travis and I have been... Uh, talking for a little bit he's a coach he's a special ed teacher uh he's in california and uh i'm really excited to get another coach on it's been a while since we've had a coach and uh, he's got a really cool perspective uh really excited to talk to him about some stuff hopefully we can get him to get his podcast started uh we'll see how that goes when i introduce it but if you haven't already rate and review whatever app you're listening in i appreciate that that helps us out Uh, you can reach me at classroom brew on social media or classroombrew at gmail.com send me like a audio recording or something like that if you don't feel like typing it out but interaction with the show, that's always awesome. So if you hear something and you're like, wow, that sounds like my life. Cool. I want to hear about it. I could even play it on the show, uh, all that good stuff, uh, if you would like that. So uh, let's give Travis a call. He's uh, on Skype and ready to go. California time. And did it throw me off this morning? And I was thinking, oh, man, should I check the time zones? Yep. Did I figure it out, though, before then? Kind of. Yeah, I think so. So here we go. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing, Travis? I'm doing pretty good. Feeling good. End of the week. We're almost there. Yeah, almost, almost. Now, I got to ask, this is, I, this is a curiosity for me. I've got one, but are you actually uh, doing a little bit of liquor for this uh, this Thursday night episode? Well, what happened coming into school this week, coming back from winter break, I thought it would be a good idea to catch a cold, Oh but man. I am fighting my way out of that, and so tonight I have a little bit of whiskey in some lemon and some tea so i kind of got like a hot toddy going on <laughs> right right that's the number one medicine today right you don't need any like pseudofed or anything like that it's just no, a little bit of whiskey a little hot toddy way less fun <laughs> and um with this occasion i could i couldn't come in here dry so i had to participate right 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 i did i did one episode with the flu like a long time ago and everyone was like yeah we liked that you were suffering through that it was it was good stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember that when the flu episode was heavy it's it was never heavy. fun <laughs> but I was lucky. This was this was light. It was quick. It was short. And Monday and Tuesday, it, I felt like a hell of a lot slower than normal. I wasn't <laughs> thinking as quickly. But um, downhill swing, it's over. And today, I'm feeling much better. So it was right on time. Well, good. Well, good. And so you, uh, sorry, the nice little uh, analogy there for sports and stuff like that. So you are you're in California. You do sped. You do coaching and stuff. What all do you uh, do? You coach. So for coaching in the, in the fall, I coach varsity girls golf. Okay. And then in the spring I do frosh baseball, boys baseball. Right on. Man, the multi, multi sport coaches. I feel like that's, it's a dying breed because there's so many big schools nowadays, but do you, do you have like a large school, small school? Like we've got a school and we've got like 300 people or less for students. Yeah, no, our, so my my teaching and my coaching are not technically at the same location, oh, but gotcha. our high school has about 3,000 students. Mm-hmm. So nice. I don't know if, is that, is that big? Is that small? Yeah. From where I, I originally, would count that, yeah. That's, <laughs> so, and then aside from that, so my campus is technically right across the street, but I teach in an adult transition program for special ed, but mm-hmm. I coach at the high school that we're connected to. Got it. Okay. Wow. The, so the, like, are these people that like, uh, are like life, like we call them life students. If it's like people with like severe 
uh, like disabilities and things like that. And like we have some that are like they're in like their 20s or so uh, and they're that life program or these people that are going back to school that you're doing SPED services for. So these students graduate from the high school across the street and then from the ages 18 to 22, they come to our program and they age out of our program at 22. So mm-hmm. these are all students who were on a non-diploma track and then we're continuing to pro- provide education until 22. But my program's life skills, functional skills, job training, stuff like that. It's a l- little okay. different than your standard curriculum. So I, I don't sure. really fall into like the typical teacher type of thing. Term. It's, a, it's the uh, executive functioning, kind of like uh, Lisa was saying on a, a few episodes ago. Um, that's awesome, though. I mean, do you like doing it? Like, is it motivating? Or are you having this whiskey for more than one reason right now? Or uh, <laughs> how do you like it? I I love it, man. Um, my background in special education, when I first started, I was with some really young kids as a one-on-one. Ooh. And then I kind of worked my way up. And it seemed like the older the students got, the happier I got. <laughs> so... Now that I'm with the 18 to 22 year olds, I I wake up every morning. I enjoy going to work. I love okay. what I do. I love the curriculum. So it's it's good times. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are they like motivated at that age? Like, I did a a summer uh, a summer program where I was it was like kind of like head start for kids that basically aged out of middle school, and they were like, "All right, now you're 15, 16 years old. It's time to finally go." And a lot of them, it was hit or miss, to be honest. Like some of them, they were like, "Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm ready to move on." And others were like, "No, fuck this shit." But what do you what do you notice with like the adults that are uh, the non diploma track and now they're eighteen to twenty two? Like, how do they how do they feel about? I know you have like executive school or uh, classes, but how do they feel about doing this program? Our students are all considered mild to moderate um, in terms of abilities. So they they all honestly. 99% of our population, it's a party every single day. They love being there. They're sad when summer school ends because oh. there's going to be a month away. Oh, and that's nice. Yeah. And for most of them, when they are in that fourth year of the program or they're turning 22, they either the light comes on and they're like, wow, I'm I'm leaving and I don't know what's going on next or I need to plan for what's next or the last day of school comes along and they wave goodbye and they kind of aren't really sure what's going on. It's, it's really hit and miss, but most of our students, it's like a total bummer to leave our program. It's honestly, I'm in a, I'm in a really awesome place. Yeah. That sounds like it. And I wonder too. So here's my segue. This was a, and not a hundred percent plan kind of planned your podcast that you've been thinking about starting now. Is it, yeah. is it teaching related? Cause I'm starting to think like you've got 18 to 22 year old, uh, students, you could potentially have them on kind of like your own student series. Like I do sometimes, uh, at, towards the end of the school year. Is that something that you kind of thought about or? That's my, my biggest thing with pulling the trigger on what I was going to do with the podcast is I definitely wanted education related, something related to like what I do because it's mm. something that I'm passionate about, something I enjoy. Uh, but yeah, no, totally being able to tap into like your student series, something like that, that is cool. But I, biggest problem for me is the direction and the angle of what I want it to be. But like I said, I, I, kudos to you. I, I love that you got content coming regularly and all those things. I, I think it's dope. And that's, like I said, that's the goal. And I keep telling myself, don't hold back. 2020 is the year. You're going to get this thing floating. So All right. That's awesome. Well, you said yeah. you, you recorded a few of them, right? Like you kind of messed around with a microphone or something like that. How'd they go? Yeah. Uh, it was it was awkward, I guess, at first, you know, <laughs> not knowing how to use certain programs or do certain things. So it was a lot of YouTube involved. Right, um, right. 
figure out how it goes. But I did enjoy it. But I think once again, it just kind of came back to like, well, what's your point? Like, what are you, are, mm-hmm. are you just yapping? Are you going to have guests? Like, it was just kind of like, where are you going with it? You know? Sure. Yeah, I get that hundred percent. I mean, if, if I were to look back at like, I think I did one or two before I actually released the first episode and then finally got rid of the first episode. Cause even my content, I was like, Oh God, what, what am I trying to do right here? Um, yeah. it's for sure something you got to like kind of take in stride, but I don't know, man, I'm, I'm hoping in 2020, I'm going to, I'll probably try to push you, maybe give you some shit before I actually hit call, uh, on Skype here. I did a little intro and I was like, hopefully we can get Travis to do his up ep- or his, uh, his podcast. <laughs> you uh, know, I, every now and then I, I do need an, a, a fire under my ass to get some things <laughs> going. So I would probably appreciate a little kick to get this thing moving. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you have like a, a title for it that you're trying to like workshop or something in like a, like a tagline that you think you, you can kind of spark yourself under or what do you think? I've got, I've toyed with a couple different things, um, but nothing concrete. And I, like I said, it, it was just kind of like, well, that makes sense if you're going to be talking about these things or that kind of makes, you know, so it, it just, once again, I need to get my head on straight, figure out what direction are you going to go and then just make some moves. But I'm sure you could probably talk about just, it's probably a conti- like, like teaching. You're going to plan for something and then <laughs> you adjust and you make changes right. and you go with the flow. Oh, for sure. That's why I'm so scared to look at the the older episodes of mine. Um, I, I I already, once I edit them, I don't like to listen to them because that just f- seems weird to me. But I feel like if I were to go back, yeah. I'd be like, wow, this is way different just all around. But no, I think that'd be awesome. And I'm sure you've seen the progress in how you've improved because I that just recently I, I heard you move, but I actually moved into a new place a couple months ago and I found a college paper. And oh, I, no. read, I read the first paragraph and I started cringing. And I was like, <laughs> Yo. I was like, someone actually read this and graded it and accepted it as acceptable work. Like I was right. like, you were such a shit. You totally rushed this. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. You're like, oh, this is a night before one right here. Oh, man. I feel like. Or morning of. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, when you were a student, like what, what kind of student were you? So like you're teaching now, obviously, but like. Put yourself back like in, in high school, middle school, elementary school. Like what, what were you like as a student? I know for I me with papers, done. I was always very last minute with papers. Yeah, no, I I got it done. I <laughs> knew, you know, like I, I it's not like I dislike school or anything, but I just wasn't like gun ho on making sure that I was staying on top of everything. I was definitely someone who procrastinated and waited till the end and but it was always done. And, right. but like that college paper, if you look back, you'll look at the quality of work and you're like, damn, you were so much better than that. You like just a dirt bag. But I, I just, <laughs> I loved having a good time. And <clears throat> realistically in like high school, my whole world revolved around sports. So it was like, right. if you're playing, you're staying on top of your sports, you know, or on top of your schoolwork. Right. Absolutely. And I noticed that that was my thing too, is like, I was always motivated to have free time. So I would bust my ass in school but I would never want to do anything at home. Like I would do it the morning of like, if I found like free time in between classes or something like that, but I did not want to bring shit home because I just wanted free time to do sports or to relax, hang out, whatever it may be. Now for the kids that you, so like uh, your girls golf team and uh, the boys baseball team that you coach, how is it with like grades and things like that? Like we're running into an issue now with accountability for eligibility based on grades. How does it work out in uh, your district? So they pretty much, I don't know what your grading system's like, but it, it's pretty much like you got to hold a C average, um, mm-hmm. 2.0 to play sports. Okay. And my girls golf team, I don't ever check grades. 
I don't have to worry about it. Right. They're on top of it. And half the time at practice, I'm like, could you guys hit the fucking ball like, <laughs> and stop talking about your schoolwork? You know? <laughs> right, right, right. They are very, very good students and they, they stay on top of their work. And then we come into the spring and practice ends and I'm like, go home, do your homework. Talk to me if you need support. I'll help you find resources. And I, I'm always good for at least one to two out of my 15. Someone's not going to be eligible at some mm-hmm. point in time. Right. At least you're holding them accountable, though. Like we, we've had this issue where I'm joking that like we aren't a high school; we're an athletic club now because we have like I kid you not, I have one student that she's not passing any of her classes, not a single one, like not even close. Like if like if H I J K elemental P was a grade, that's where she's at right now, and she's still <laughs> she's still playing basketball every single day, playing in the games, everything. And like I can get on board with it if it's like a kid that you're trying to keep off the street. So it's like yeah, come to practice. That's fine, no matter what. But playing in the game, like, what's the point? Like, why do we have this whole, like, student first, student athlete thing if we're not going to uphold it? But it sounds like they're, they're upholding it in your district, and you're kind of holding them accountable for it, though. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, no, totally. And, I mean, I think you're a coach. You know the same thing. I mean, most of our athletes aren't going to – they're not going to go on to be professional athletes. And mm-hmm. if we're not preparing them for other aspects of their life, then we're doing them a disservice, their family, the district, everything. So, I mean, I really try to – focus on a lot of things and through sports it's I've just always that's why I've always loved sports is what you learn through them is not it's it's beyond the game and there's so many life lessons and things that you can teach and that's just I feel like that's how every coach should be and even though it's not that way but you know like I said these these guys there's going to be more um nine to five guys working then there's going to be guys playing college baseball in my group and you know so if they're not staying on top of their work then you know, they're going to be dirt bags eventually anyway. So <laughs> now do you get like, so we recently had to go through some film for some players cause they, they reached out to like some small schools in the area. Do you get a lot of that? And I, I love to give some of my players shit. They're like, yeah, I got to get some, some uh, film coach. Can you find it for me? I'm like, well, does that coach like miss tackles? Like that's, that's what we got most of your stuff <laughs> on, man. But like, are you actually going through and like showing things for like baseball and, and golf for like small schools around the area? Um, for the most part for golf, not so much. Uh, my girls are far more school focused than golf focused and they're all going to college, but it's not going to be through the route of golf. And most of them are just participating because they want to do something. They want to play something, but it's definitely in the off season. They're not at the golf course. You know what I mean? They're not focusing on (laughs) golf. Um, my boys, those are the ones that have the next level ambitions and they want to, you know, they're all going to go division one and they're going to all get, you know, they're all going to be playing for the Dodgers, you know, in 10 years and that sort of thing. So those guys, they, um, our, our varsity coach, he's really great about connecting with local schools and has a lot of connections. So, um, usually those guys look at numbers, contact us, they'll come by, watch a practice or a game. But for the most part, I'm kind of hands off on some of that stuff just because I'm at the lower level. Sure. Absolutely. Now, do you get um, like, so baseball, for example, because that's, that's more of my strong suit. I don't know too much about golf. Um, but yeah. do you get like a whole lot of like, let's say you just you set the lineup for the day or you got one kid starting at third base, another kid is not. Do you get like a lot of parent jump in on that? Like, I feel like nowadays you hear so much about like a parent complained to a coach and the coach got in trouble or the coach got fired or something like that. Because there just isn't the same amount of like accountability for a student athlete. Like it's like, oh, instead of earning that spot, you just got to complain enough. Do you see that though happening out there where you're at? 
Yeah, no, there's definitely a whole lot of, I mean, like, like you said, just kind of like the parent involvement. And I feel like baseball is pretty heavy with parent involvement and there's going to be voices in your ear asking, you know, kid playing or this or that. Um, Why isn't he starting or why is so-and-so starting? But the nice thing for me is our program, our baseball program is really good. And we just have a good foundation of like accountability. Accountability is huge. Transparency, communication. If you miss a practice, our best pitcher and you didn't call, you didn't text, you didn't reach out. I don't care if like, if the next game's the championship, like you're sitting like there is, there's really, yeah, exactly. And so uh, like you talked about, like with the girl playing basketball, like none of that would fly here, at least in our baseball program. And that's just because of, like I said, our varsity coach, his foundation is like the things and you're either with us or you're out and I'm cool with it either way. Right. You know? And that's, so I just kind of follow suit in that. So it's really nice. Yeah. That's, I really want to, so like Justin and I, um, he was on the podcast too. So now Justin is the head coach and now I'm, I'm jumping up. So we both got promoted essentially. And that's really what we want to try to do because Congrats. we don't, nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Cause we just don't have that in place though. Like we have kids that they show up, like we were practicing five days a week. I think we're switching to like more of like a four and a half thing for this upcoming season to be realistic. But, um, there'd be kids that would show up like one or two days of the week. And then by the time the season ro- or the, the game rolls around for that week, it's like, all right, you're in. Cause it's like, we didn't have the bodies. So we got to try to find some way in this small school situation to, you know, hold them accountable. Yeah. Like you weren't at practice. All right. You are sitting. And, um, and I will say I, I grew up in a community like in central California and it was much smaller. My high school had 800 students at the time. Um, my varsity football team, my senior year, uh, there was probably 25 of us, oh, wow. 20, 28. And once again, probably by grades and all those other <laughs> things, you kind of weed out a bunch of people. And it was very much that atmosphere. And it was just because we didn't have the luxury of being like, too bad you weren't here, but we were in a position where, well, <laughs> we got to put someone out there. You got to play. <laughs> right. You know? Right. It really kind of puts you at the mercy, which is just not like... Being on this side, like when I was a coach or when I was a player, a student athlete, I was thinking, man, it must be so great to call the shots on that side. And it's so weird how at at a small school, because I went to a school with like 5,000 people. So like you you asked me earlier, like, is that a big school or not? Like, that's for sure. That's like the norm for me. And now at a school with like 300 kids, it's so weird how like the pendulum has shifted now. And it's like our, our season our like not even our stipend, just like our ability to be able to continue to coach this team and have this team is at the mercy of these kids actually showing up on a day-to-day basis, which is insane to me. And you don't want the ball in their court, so to speak. That's That sucks. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm, up, I'm really hoping now because we're, we're kind of teaming up with the wrestling coach a little bit more, uh, the basketball coach. They kind of they have like this – we're trying to develop something like school-wide. Uh, I think it's making it better. Uh, we're just not quite where we want it to be, of course, but hopefully in time. So yeah, in those smaller groups, you definitely have to piggyback on each other and have those dual dual sport athletes and coaches have to be okay with guys playing other things. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've run into other coaches that are so one dimensional, like no, <laughs> you're a football player, you got to be a football player, you got to oh, stick yeah. with football, all that stuff. So which is so wild to me because I can't imagine like myself as a coach and as as a I guess I'm still an athlete, like intramurals. I don't know, for, former student athlete. I'll go with that. You're um, always an. Man. There you go. There you go. That's my <laughs> ego boost for the day. That's that's the title that's of the episode up. right there. I'm always an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I remember that I did have some coaches that they were like, no, you should only focus on this sport. 
And I was, that's the exact opposite of what it should be. Like an all-around athlete has a better chance of going on to the next level or just staying engaged in whatever they're doing. Like an off-season program versus playing in multiple sports throughout the year, the, the benefits are just, I, it, it just baffles me that anyone that truly loves sports has to see the benefit of a student being allowed to do multiple sports, like not being one-dimensional. Yeah, and from an athleticism standpoint, I've right. came across far more athletes who are better athletes who were not strictly one sport athletes their entire lives. They had that exposure to different types of movements and different types of activities and all those things. So from a coaching standpoint, I, I love a kid who has a diverse background because they've been coached by different types of people. They've done different types of things. And I don't know, I've, I've seen just, like I said, far more success from guys who have had that exposure to other stuff, you know? Right, exactly. I think that's why I'm excited about it too, is that we, we seem to have more coaches in our building now that are about that whole like multi-sport uh, athleticism, things like that. And so it, it's almost to the point now where like wrestling almost guarantees football and football guarantees wrestling. So we've, we've basically said like, Hey, we're going to make a pact here. Like you're on one roster, you're going to be on another, or you'll be in the weight room doing, doing something. Uh, but I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, but, no, it's awesome. But I heard just recently you said you guys had like a staff versus student. What was it? <laughs> hockey situation? Yeah, what was that? yeah. We did a we did a field uh, or a field hockey, a uh, floor hockey game for the first time. We floor used hockey. to always do basketball, but we did uh, floor hockey. It was great. Yeah, and I was hearing you talk about that, and we have you know the staff versus student um, basketball. You know, just like you mentioned, we do it right. at the end of the at end of the spring. And I was think when you talked about that, I was listening to that episode. I was like. It's three months away, but I should probably start stretching now. Like yes, the, honestly, yes. My oh hamstrings my are getting tight listening to your story. I was so sore. Oh, my back, everything. Like, I'm 26, and I was dying after, like, the, the two to three days afterward. And then, like, a week later, I, like, picked up my nephew, and I was like, oh, my God. And he's only, like, three or four years old. Like, they, I, oh, my God, it was awful. But, yeah, stretching yeah. for sure something I'm getting used to having to do more and more. The smallest movement, Man. you're like, oop, that did it. And I remember people, because I, I just turned 30 this past summer, and um, I remember people be like, oh, everything's going to change. And I remember thinking like in <laughs> mid-spring, I was like, you guys are full of shit. Like, it's three months away. What changes? And I remember like the month of my 30th birthday, I was like, has that muscle always been there? Like, why is this hurting? Like, <laughs> right. I, I, I like bent over to pick something up, and I like sneezed, and I like pulled a muscle. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. it was just, like I said, when, when you get a little older, those... Um, spontaneous pickup games are a little more dangerous right right yeah like remember when you were like a kid like let's say you were late for a baseball game or a football game you like real quick got out of your parents car you ran to the field or whatever you played a full game and you were fine to go like the next day versus now yeah. if you did that oh you're out of commission for a year like easily calling in yeah not it. gonna make it to work sorry <laughs> boss <laughs> So, um, so we just got back from break. I know you said, um, you also got back from break, but how has it been like now that you're back in school, you're back in the flow of things, probably back in season. I know we started the weightlifting season, uh, this week as well. Well, this episode's coming out the week after, but we still started it when we got, uh, back from break. But how has it been now that you're, you're back in the swing of things? I'm a creature of habit and I stick to my schedules and routines. And when I have, something to do and a plan and a full day schedule. That's when I function best and I'm happiest. And, um, I liked my break. I enjoyed it. But when Monday rolled around, like I was, I was ready to go. I was really <laughs> ready to get back into the swing of things. I'm saying that now ask me again in March. <laughs> right, 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 right. 
it might be a different conversation, but it you know it, it it was cool. Like I said, it's it's nice when you dig what you do, and getting up isn't so bad. And I was honestly, I think I had a little extra adrenaline with baseball starting. It's you know one sure. of my favorite sports in the whole wide world. I'm like, hey, let's go. It's time. It's time to get this party started. So, um, but yeah, once again, that's the first week. <laughs> we haven't exactly hit the wall yet, so sure, we'll see. Sure. Now, did you, so you, you liked the routine too, but were you able to kind of hit the ground running from going from like basically doing, I don't know about you, but for my break, I didn't do shit, but basically doing nothing to suddenly like you're doing a thousand things like every five seconds just to get ready for like your, your day job and then your coaching job. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Sunday scaries were a little different this week. (laughs) Uh, I definitely, I woke up Sunday morning at like 7am and I was like, shit. Like it was like the f- the first thing I thought of was like this is your last one like so I did have that thought of like from seven a.m. on it was like are right, you got this going on you have a meeting on on uh, Wednesday like I, it was it was over break was over Sunday morning um, and because I had that little cold like I said I was I wasn't exactly firing as quick as I would like right um, right but you know I definitely know I'm gonna sleep good this weekend because I it's been. <laughs> It's been full go and it wasn't too bad getting it going, but you know, it's one of those things you don't have a choice. You just cowboy the fuck up. Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. Right. I always find, I, I swear every time I go on a field trip too, my body's like, all right, overdrive, overdrive, overdrive. And then as soon as like the, the field trip's over, my body's like, all right, relax. And then I get sick just like that. Like it, it never fails. So we got to, we got to watch out for that too. Of course you're, you're coming off the flu though. So maybe your, your immune system's ready to go, but that's awesome though. Well, I've always said I have probably the toughest immune system in the world because I teach special ed and my, my classroom is germ city, like 99% of the time. And so when I do get sick, it usually is real bad, but this one, I was surprised. I I was, I was thoroughly impressed that we bounced back. Uh, but I totally think it was, uh, my body was like two weeks, you've done nothing. Like, let's just (laughs) Let's just uh, shake things up a bit because this is dull, you know? Sure. My body's the opposite. It's like two weeks of doing nothing. Why the fuck are you trying to change this, Ryan? Go back to go back to doing nothing. I, I kid you <laughs> not. At one point, I had a neck pillow on on my couch while watching TV during break. I didn't need to. I was already laying down, but I had a neck pillow because apparently it was too much for me to support my own head. But that's where I was at by yeah, the end of break. <laughs> that's, that's next level chilling right there. Yeah, that's, yeah. I pride myself on that. You don't do that, that- Day one of break, you do that like on day nine, ten. Like it's at that point where you're just like, I might as well go all in. Right, 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 right. You got to embrace it. it. Like you can't half-ass that shit. You got to, you got to go for it. Make sure you really get the most out of it. So when you look back, you're like, yeah, that was good. That was real good. Yeah. That, that is one thing I'm trying to be better about is when the breaks come around, try to take some, try to get some rest, try to do some stuff for yourself. Because I think it's so easy as teachers, we get caught up in everything and we forget about that. Like, Hey, you like hiking, like go hiking or Hey, you like this or that, like take some time for your, turn it off and enjoy it, you know, because it's once it's gone, it's like you said, we're just right back a thousand things a minute, you know? Right. Exactly. See, man, this is why you need your podcast to start like now. Like, I don't know. You'll have to let, like check out or uh, send me some of those uh, the episodes you were trying it out. But like, we gotta we gotta get this on the ground like starting this week or something. Like, we gotta. These are the things that like coaching, sped, uh, your background in sped, doing the executive functioning with uh, basically young adults, and then of course the whole lifestyle thing. Like, these are all stuff that you could you could cover on this, man. 
I think the first thing I need to get over, and because I haven't obviously listened to this episode yet, is getting over the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and uh, when I was listening to some of the ones I recorded, I was like, my students listen to this shit all day? <laughs> like, yeah. those poor bastards. Like, how, 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 why am I doing this to them? Right, right. Yeah, it's weird, too. Like, I, I don't even, I guess the good thing is, I will say, now granted, I'm 120-something-odd episodes into it, but I don't really notice it anymore. Um I, I almost kind of, I think I've dissociated my own voice from like who I am. Like, I don't even know if it translates to my teacher voice, but that you could do that. You could do your teacher voice. You just like put the microphone in the corner and you teach your voice the entire, you can call it Travis's teacher voice podcast. And that's what you would do. You just yell. They're like, why is there he repeating you himself so much? You're like, you wouldn't know unless you teach. Cause that's what I do for a living. <laughs> All right. Well, Travis, uh, this was fun, man. Like it, whether or not you start it, but I'm going to make sure that you start your podcast. We'll have to do this again, get some sort of an update, you know, coaching related, teacher related, all that good stuff. But um, is there anything that you wanted to plug or anything that you're, you're excited about coming up that you want people to know about? You know, um, other than just keep doing what you love. And if you're not doing what you love, find it. Uh, because I'm a firm believer that, man, that life is short and you just, you got to find your niche and you got to do it. And when you do it, do it with everything you got. Absolutely. Everyone in the background's like, do your podcast, Travis, do your podcast, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We'll, we'll definitely be checking in about that. And I look forward to catching up with you soon. For sure, man. For sure. All righty, man. Well, you, you have a good, uh, so you got, you got tonight to enjoy it. Hopefully you get a little bit of rest and then just one more day before the weekend. I can smell Friday, brother. Have a good night. <laughs> you too. Take care. Take care. All right, so everybody else, as you can see, it's like awesome, absolutely awesome. So, somewhat re reach out to Trev. I'll if you, I'll link him on like the promo or something like that. But everyone, send him a DM, be like, start your podcast, release something. Like we gotta, we gotta push this. It's gonna be awesome uh, once he does actually release that. So we really gotta encourage that. Um, everybody else, uh, again, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Uh, I really appreciate that. If you also want to be on the show uh, or you want to interact, just like Travis just did, you too can be famous. And by famous, I mean the level of a Z-list, Z as in zebra, celebrity such as myself. <laughs> That's probably about it, right? Or whatever it is. I joke about LMNOP, all that shit, whatever it may be. So, uh, you guys are probably like, why is he saying that? But, um, yeah, reach out classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media. That helps us uh, not just with, like, interacting with you guys but also if you like want us to cover something too that's another factor that I, I don't think i've talked about that enough if you're like hey did you see this article or hey this is what happened to me can you talk about it maybe not mention me or just kind of talk about this topic in general let me know that helps me out uh, makes it easier when preparing because it's like oh i know what the people want especially because clearly there are podcast haters out there uh check out episode 120 if you uh want to really see what i'm all about uh, I don't think it was that controversial, but someone else did. But uh, again, appreciate the support. And until next week, class dismissed.